on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Welcome to Dent and Marcus B. as our newest AIE officers. Shall we kill all humans? Say goodbye to Legion and hello to BFA. Have you been to the Festival of the Four Winds? The Eve crew is invading AZ Roth. Hmm, suspicious. Indeed, always. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 303 of the podcast celebrating you, the Yakta S gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. This is MuCow. Greetings, gamers. But to my left is Tetsemi. I need a spreadsheets for all my AI er, for all my AIE communities. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> and Makala is off being crafty and will return with the next podcast episode. This week, we are joined by ourselves because we're going to talk to ourselves about AIE in the world of Warcraft. Welcome to ourselves. Yay, hello us. <laughs> so, Mew, what have you been up to since the last podcast? Um, probably a lot more wow than I was expecting, honestly. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, and of course I've been touching other, other games too, but because of the whole, oh, well, you know, there's probably a bunch of stuff I wanted to do before the next expansion, because I know as soon as I start the new expansion, I will forget about all this stuff that I wanted to do. So, and so I've been kind of been trying to balance that and the let's not burn myself out because I'm probably going to be playing a lot of wow soon kind of thing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so, so yeah, lots of WoW. Trying to finish all of the class quest stuff because that's basically all I care about at this point. And the rest of the game is just seeing all the other little little threads. Especially, um, I still want to get uh, the priest one done because that has some direct tie-ins to the book, and the book has some direct tie-ins to all the fun cinematics we've seen, and yada yada yada. And, you know, of course, poking at uh, Destiny 2, um, they had uh, some new content come out, uh, which was really difficult, actually. I probably need (laughs) to bring some friends in. Um, uh, For those that are at the end game, uh, there's a new armor set that they give you as part of this new... It's kind of like a remembrance. I forget what they call it. There's an actual better term. Do we talk about it later on? We might... No, no, but I think we talked about it last time. But we yeah, did. it's it's the um, it's not corrupted, but it's the it's, it's supposed to see something. Yeah, it's essentially just it's it's like it's your broken armor from when you first start the game, and they have you go through essentially a, a lot of the key moments in the old story in this yeah. broken armor. Yeah, and it's but, power level two hundred. Yeah, yeah. They, then you're used to being like power level like three fifty. At the lowest, at, yeah. at end game at least, and but the monsters are still level three fifty. <laughs> yeah, and you're in two hundred gear. The only thing that helps you is you get to keep your weapons, which are still in the higher level. But yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't equal out. It does not equal out. And, no. and you can even do this um, once you open the tower. You can actually do this level twenty because this was available oh, right. to me before I bought the season pass. I guess because they're essentially dropping you down to essentially <laughs> exactly. the power of twenty. Yeah. yeah, why not? But uh, yeah, it's it's been quite the challenge. Like I was able to get through the first one, but the second one just keep beating me down. It's it was dealing with one of those uh, tanks of theirs. Oh god, yeah, yeah, having to deal with a, t- a tank on your own with underpowered gear on that's on purpose on powered underpowered gear. Yeah, it's it's that that was interesting. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, and then of course a little bit of uh, trying to finish Far Cry Five um, with with uh, Mrs. Mew. Uh, she wants to finish through that story, uh, see what all there, because they have new uh, DLC out. Um, right. I think it's the Mars stuff. So, and uh, just your typical, you know, ESO, making sure, uh, you know, if you have ESO, make sure you're logging in every day now because they have those login de- um, uh, rewards, if you care about them. Yeah. Um, if you do keep up with it near the end of the month, like the last five or six days are free loot boxes. So it's definitely, you know, if, if you've ever wanted loot boxes and you don't want to spend money on it, there you go. Just log in once. You literally just have to log in, push a button, you're done. And it gives <laughs> you whatever the reward is for the day. Nice. 
Um, and that's probably been the fo my focus. Oh, and of course, lots of Skyrim, of all things. That's what I've been using to kind of keep myself from getting burnt out for a while. I've gotcha. been going through Skyrim with tons of add-ons, like not to the point where it's broken. But, <laughs> but close. Had, yeah. Well, it's I've gotten to the point where it's like, you know, I just want to have fun with the game. I don't need yeah. to adhere to the really strict rules of the game. Like inventory weight. <laughs> well, that's actually one of the ones I have not completely changed yet. I did do the dragon bone one because I, I was tired of the dragon bones being so heavy. Right. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, other than that, getting all kinds of new weapons, armors, um, houses of all things. Uh, there was one yeah. neat one that turns breeze home into a nicer house. So cool. So stuff that's, it's still, you know, lore friendly as they like to say. But, you know, it still enhances your game. It just makes it a little bit more fun. You know, it, it shouldn't be tedious. It should be fun. Yeah. But that's been been my gaming uh, for the most part. So how about you? Uh, a lot of Destiny 2 to stay burnout off. I, uh, in WoW, basically, I logged in the characters that are participating in this, you know, scenario. I got I got one character, my main, all the way through all the stuff so that all the rest of the characters could skip it. Um, and just go to the world quest. And so they're logging in every day and doing the world quests on the, on the dark shore. Um, just getting the 210 gear for some of my under guild geared alts and the, um, the world quest today for my death knight finally dropped the second one handed sword and oh, nice. reminded me what I loved so much about Legion that we'll talk about later mm -hmm. and what I'm not looking forward to. And that is anybody that doesn't use a two handed weapon. You've got to get RNG lucky <laughs> twice. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. that's just per spec. So the artifacts kind of made that really nice. It's like, here's mm -hmm. a one item. It covers both slots. You're good. Oh, and by the way, your one item doesn't have to be RNG'd. It's you can add things as you get them, add things as you get them, add things as you get them. You powered it yeah. up. It wasn't a, I hope I get that good drop. Oh, no, I guess yeah. not this week. So, <laughs> well, yeah, because one of the, the first sword I got was a two, uh, procced up to 235. Nice. And then the offhand was the standard 210. So it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> we're, back, we're back to this again. Thanks, yeah. Blizzard. Um, yeah. But. Um, yeah. So, and then, like you said, I've, I've been doing a lot of invites. Um, in oh, yes. We've got a lot of uh, new folks to AIE based on their umami entries um, and a, new, a lot of people coming back that haven't played since, I think I had somebody come back that hadn't played since Lich King just wow. to find out what was going on. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of, a lot of invites. Uh, I've noticed a lot of late night invites actually, because uh, I'm yes. usually on the late shift and lots of late night people, which is surprising. Normally I'll get one or two a week and there's might just be the Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. So you and Ash will be busy. Yep. Um, but so, so a lot of that just kind of not doing a lot of stuff. Cause I don't want, like you said, I don't want to burn out. Um, I got, you know, I leveled up all my tunes. I'm happy with that. I've got my two Alliance tunes ready to go. I've got my horde tunes ready to go. So I'm, I'm set. Um, probably the only thing I need to do is move them to figure out if the starting quest you're going to get is in Dalaran or Orgamar. I'm guessing it's yeah. Orgamar, but that's, that's my guess too, because I mean, we're, essentially we're, we're, we're at war now. Dalaran right. is, is a distant memory. Yeah. So and, and the quest ends in, in from Darkshore ends in Orgamar. So, yep. so I'll probably spend tonight just moving all my tunes back into Orgamar. That's um, a good point. Off, off Dollar Inn. There's been some characters that I've conscientiously skipped things on, and I wonder if I have to go through at least some kind of quest line with them, or although they won't get the little seed to get things what, started. What you need to do is from what I understand, you do have to at least talk to the mage in Orgamar and skip the dark shore scenario but i've left I've tunes that. that haven't done that at all so i it's going to be interesting to see and those i've left in dalaran so i'm going to see what happens with those tunes and yeah. you know i'll tweet out well that's that's my problem is of course my main is mucow the tauren druid right. who walked into the undercity talked to the, the dark lady and she said yeah we're going to kill marifuri and he said uh nope. no thanks <laughs> bye um, yeah, I'm out. Didn't even didn't even get the next quest. Just left. 
Uh, so that, that I'm kind of wondering what kind of hang up they're going to have for that. But, you know, I had, I had my warrior, my orc warrior was like, you know, I'm an orc, whatever, let's kill things. Mm-hmm. Um, went through and bar- barreled through the whole thing for me. And then some of my other characters that were a little less uh, resistant then did the skips. So it's like, well, I didn't participate in the big thing, but I'm helping with the healing and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, gotcha. so those are the, those are probably be okay. And then outside of WoW, uh, I have been focused on Destiny 2. I got through all the main story and all the subquests. So the only thing that were left were the public events. So I took advantage of the sale on the season pass, nice. which opens up both expansions because it's twenty dollars now, mm-hmm. as opposed to each expansion separately is twenty dollars. Um, and it used to be you could get the I think it was like $34 for the season pass, but they've got it on sale now for 20. So I got yeah. that. And, um, it's a decent deal. I mean, it's, you know, 10, yeah. 10 bucks at X back, even if they are kind of like the first one got a lot of hate. The the one on Mercury. Why? I'm having a blast in it. And maybe I haven't got far enough in the story, but have you gotten to the infinite forest yet? Oh yeah. Where, where he makes, uh, the guardian makes multiple copies of himself and you're dealing with the, the multiple copies. So that's, it's the fact that that's that little connector between the two is used over and over and over oh. the one that procedurally generates, but it's actually just, you know, it's you, right. You yeah. skip most of it. That's, that's, that's what most people were annoyed with is that it, they, huh. like they, they really pimped the whole infinite forest, you know, infinite number of possibilities of, of, you know, linking right. all these things. And it was just, a pathway essentially and you dodge yeah. shots. So No, I'm I'm like I said, I haven't played enough of it repeatedly to get annoyed with that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just still in the bright, shiny new, ooh, this is cool yeah. phase. So um just doing that got up to twenty seven. Uh I have been upgrading. I have a what's the one above legendary? The, source, uh, the yellow one. Exotic. The exotic, yeah. I have an exotic weapon um that i refuse to let go so i've just been upgrading that i have an exotic chest piece that auto reloads my ammo so i refuse to let go of that yeah and then i've got a legendary helmet and other pieces and so i'm slowly you know as i'm sharding other legendaries that aren't as good i'm then upgrading you know using the blue pieces to upgrade the the gear so i think i'm sitting right around 280 at level 27 right now so i'm just I'm at a good point for the Mercury stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say being level 20, but completely overgeared, made the final fight of the original thing way too easy. Um, and honestly, it wasn't that hard even at level. Okay. Uh, yeah. the, there were a it was meant to be before epic. that it was like, you know, I just died miserably. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, how do you even do this? Whereas the final fight, it's like, okay, just clear the ads, wait for your power up, charge in, beat them back and then hide. It was, <laughs> okay, it, was it. it was meant to be an epic showpiece, not to be a challenge. Okay. Yeah. It, there, that there was all some fights story. that are challenges. Oh There's yeah. Some things that I was like, do I need a fire team for this? Am I, am I crazy soloing this? But I figured out, uh, I figured out a way around it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that, so that's been fun. Really good story going on there. And I like the cut scenes and, and all that. So, yeah, like I said, I'm going through Mercury right now, and then once I finish up Mercury, uh, I'll head to Mars and do that story. Um, You've been having fun with the brother, the Mister Fanboy. Yes, um, I love the ghosts, the the sh- ghosts in the shells. Um, the uh, I told my daughter what the one ghost says um, when you revive it on Mercury, and she just she lost it. It was she thought it was the funniest thing. So. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's been out for a while. You basically yeah. take the the dead shell of a ghost, which is your companion, your you know probe and everything, and you go, oh, there's a machine on Mercury or on Earth uh, where this cult is. I've cleared out everything. The cult's dead. Um, I don't know how this machine works, but it looks like there's a slot for the shell in there. So I'll just put that in there, and then the the ghost wakes up and goes. Did you just stick me in a machine that you didn't know how it works? Who does that? <laughs> we do. <laughs> you know? And then, and then, oh, and don't worry about your ghost. We're sharing. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I so, like that. It, it, it's because otherwise our ghost is a really strong personality. Yes. And to have this other personality, I think that having them two together would be really weird and confusing and distracting. Yeah. 
So it made sense. And, and that way they had a constant companion. You didn't have to worry about keeping it alive. Right. Like you do with some of the other companions. Like, oh, did you just get you know nailed by some kind of a rocket launcher? Oh, darn. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's, it becomes your ghost. And then the, the neat thing, too, is that later on, you can actually earn that shell back. Oh, good. So yeah. it, I was, it, I was it, hoping. Yeah, there's a, there's a series of guns you're supposed to earn um, back with the brother once you finish the Mercury stuff. Okay. You're, you're basically just you're grinding out uh, items. Then you charge yeah. up these new weapons, and then you get this series of weapons. And if you get all the weapons, then you get the uh, shell. Okay. So. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple inventory items that I'm working on now. One of them is like precision kills with a scout rifle. And I hate the scout rifles because there's not enough ammo, not enough range. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm working on that. So that sounds that's... like the exotic quest. Are you doing the Midas exotic quest? Maybe. Yeah, it's that's it's a pretty common. Right now, one. it's it's like fifty kills, fifty precision kills, and then twenty five kills, multiple kills without reloading. Yeah, that sounds like the Midas quest. Yeah, that's okay. a it's a series of of things you have to do like that. At some point, they'll ha- ask you to disassemble a bunch of Scott rifles, and okay. you're basically trying to figure out how to recreate the Midas. So, gotcha. I would say for that one, if you can, since you really like your ex- current exotic, I would say save that one until your max level and have a good eye level because that's going to be whatever eye level you are right. at the end. Yeah, so. I'm just swapping between the two depending mm-hmm. on, you know, as soon as I see that. When you you know when you zone in and it says rest, uh, respawning restricted, mm-hmm. I immediately switch back to what <laughs> I know works, and yeah. it's like, well, I'm clearing out trash and everything. So yeah, that's that's been fun, um, and that's that's honestly where I've been spending a lot of my time. And then yesterday, uh, we actually got out of the house, even though it's it's warm here in Phoenix. It was only a high of a hundred yesterday, which is downright frigid for us <laughs> and uh it was pokemon go community day for eevees mm-hmm. and i ended up getting two shiny eevees my daughter got one hers upgraded into a flareon which she's very happy with because she's going to give that to her best friend mm-hmm. uh we'll trade it but we found out that if you trade event pokemon that are shiny if you are not you know the fourth level of friendship. It's eighty thousand dust to trade it. So mm-hmm. once you get to the fourth level of friendship, it cuts it in half down to forty thousand dust. It's so still a lot of dust. Jeez, it's it's a lot of dust. But um, they're shiny and they're event Pokemon. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and then today I was just we were just kind of hanging around the house checking out Eevees as they popped up in the house, but nothing. No more shinies today. My uh, cousin went out to one of the air conditioned malls smart and walked around <laughs> yeah. and she ended up getting i think eight shiny evs in total in three oh. hours so well they were just power it was one of the malls where it's like every it seemed like every other store was a pokey stop yeah and so and everyone was putting lures on stuff so it was just a mall of evs yeah yeah that makes sense yeah we've got one of those in here uh, that we probably should have done ourselves but uh yeah we've been we we normally are as hot as you are but uh, we actually we've actually had a rainstorm hit last night so oh so it added to the humidity but it cooled it off yes yeah we are still cold so it's not too bad that's good all right well i think that's what we've been up to that's what i've been up to that's what you've been up to so Feels like we're missing a third one for some reason. I know. It's like a ghost limb. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, then let's go ahead and move on to AIE News. AIE News. All right. In community news, as we touched on in the intro, we have welcome and condolences, of course, to our newest community officers with a focus on Star Wars, Dent and Marcus B. Uh, these two will be a great addition to the AIE officer core, and we look forward to getting them into the guild leadership role and comfy. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, yeah, congr- congratulations. Um, thank you also to all those who came out and celebrated the Summer of Love. Max and Cyrene have put together a write-up and links to a lot of the videos taken by the community. Check it out on the AIE-Guild uh, site. Uh, it's called Summer of Love 2018 Wrap-Up. And while you're there, if you want to see how Coop went, take a look at their write-up and videos under the AIE Coop Summary article. 
And speaking of getting guildies together, for everyone who lives in the southern New England area, there's a comic book convention at the Mohegan Sun in Uncastle, Connecticut on seventeen on the 17th to 19th of August. Uh, it's a local show with plenty of comic book creators, vendors, and some Hollywood stars of the past few decades. If anyone was thinking or planning or thinking of attending, Corley was thinking of thinking the AIE people could get together for lunch one of these days. If there are a number, there are a number of restaurants at the Mohegan Sun where he could try and make some reservations. If anyone's interested, please let him know, and hopefully they could do some type of AIE meetup. Uh, there's a website to the show linked in the show notes. It's a bit hard on the eyes, but it does have all the info. Uh, tickets are still available, and it's at Terrificon.com. I hear. Be careful going to that website because it is very flashy. Yes. And in streaming and guild podcasting news, remember when HK51 was an epic companion and getting a new companion was a huge deal before we got, what, 30, 40, 50 of them? Uh, we remember uh, this uh, this uh, this week. Uh, AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC two fifty two kick out off that classic HK fifty one message um, mission line and talk about uh, what it was like when it was new. So that sounds interesting. I still need to do that myself. Yep. Um, and then on to the summer update five point nine point two. It is now live, um, and we are all Galactic Legends. SEMA uh, Max and Astromac QPC 253 spend some time talking through the update in detail from inside the live Rishi Stronghold. Yep. Which I think didn't. The, 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 is that the one the guild bought? Yes. Yeah. Which was very expensive. Very expensive, yeah. I hear. They're just credits. We'll get more. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. And in upcoming streams, uh, keep an eye out on the AIE Guild Twitch channel. Uh, most of our mandatory fun nights are streamed there. Um, Max uh, will be streaming next Sunday uh, the BFA leveling he's going to be doing. So look forward to that. And speaking of WoW, Gusty Tail is currently having, right now as we speak in-game, her Goodbye to Legion event. Uh, she will be shooting off fireworks, doing giveaways, and generally getting the guild involved in saying goodbye to Legion and hello to BFA. She does this every... Uh, expansions end and wanted to include the guild, so good on you. And there's a little article up called Let's Launch BFA with a Bang. And if you're in WoW, just, you know, listen for guild chat. I'm sure it's rocking right now. Uh, if you are a raid leader and you haven't filled out the survey that Nevermore has, please contact her in-game as NeverEnding or on Twitter at QuotedNevermore at Nevermore in AIE Discord, or on the AIE Facebook page as she's putting together things to make raid team organization and recruiting a bit easier for all. And one infrastructure update, we will be replacing, and currently are replacing, the AIE LFO channel in-game with the AIE LFO community. Uh, Umami bulletins and the ap application approved letters have been updated with the new methodology. This gives us better control over the AIE communication AIE LFO channel communication in-game. And as always, you can ping an officer in the AIE Discord in the LFO channel as well. Yeah, there's usually someone available. Yep. And in SWOTOR, speaking of the AIE Discord LFO channel, SWOTOR is making the move to removing its AIE LFO channel in-game as well and relying on the LFO channel in Discord instead for finding an officer for an invite or help. The mandatory fun night uh, will be on the Republic side this week, and the format for which side um, in, in which week it has shifted. Uh, right now, it's going to be every other week with an occasionally free-for-all uh, rest week thrown in. Uh, make sure you pay close attention to the AIE Discord and the SWOTOR channel for more details. And, of course, a big thank you uh, from Marcus B. to everyone that participated in the mega event to kick off the Summer of Love. Without you, events like this don't happen. You can uh, take a look at the SWOTOR update that has been published. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to cover that real quick. Uh, Max had just published an article on the AIE, AIE Guild website with all the updates uh, coming to AIE in Star Wars. So. And in ESO news, Wolf Hunter DLC releases August 13th in tandem with Update 19, bringing two 
That's two new dungeons to explore. Update 19 makes some changes to the battlegrounds and PvP, as well as some quality of life changes. Skill respects are changing, so you no longer have to clear all your points and fully rebuild. You'll be able to change them individually, sort of like how it works with champion points. Also, the werewolf skill line is being updated as well. And, of course, a reminder that Mandatory Fun Night is Friday nights at 9 Eastern. Yep. I wonder if there's, isn't there something else going on on the 13th? Uh, sure. Maybe. It's actually, uh, there's a lot going on on the 13th. <laughs> Surprisingly. Huh? Yeah, it's strange. Um, over in Guild Wars 2, uh, the last couple of days for the current event, the Festival of the Four Winds, uh, there is a bo- boss blitz bonanza this weekend uh, where uh, players compete in uh, 5,000 boss blitzes in the pavilion. Um, any account that's partic- participated gets a plot prize. That's a lot of bosses to kill. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mandatory Fun Night is on Monday from 9.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. If there is interest, we could do festival events before they are gone. And in Eve knows, Eve knows, really, Eve news. Comments are hard. The Eve team has lit Sinos and bridged to the system of AZR0F or Azroth. As such, there are rumors that things are burning in a most Eve kind of way. Expect an Eve-inspired raid team to go out in the next few weeks. <laughs> Lord help us all. <laughs> AIEU, along with its alliance, Blades of Grass, and coalition members have successfully defended their strategic system of 16AM-3. This great military and morale victory has ensured that our space way of life endures. Hobo wars forever. AIE Ministry of Truth, Love, and Happiness. <laughs> yeah. oh. Interested in helping spread love and happiness in the universe? Then come check out AIEU, and there's a Discord link in the notes. Alrighty. In Final Fantasy XIV news, the Monster Hunter World collaboration is underway, at least the Final Fantasy XIV side of it. Uh, if you are level 70 in at least one class and have finished the main scenario quest for Stormblood, uh, be sure to find the Hearty Hunter in Kugane to get started. Uh, this event features a major creature called Rathalos, uh, which I believe is a creature from Monster Hunter World. Um, and if you defeat him and some other challenges, which I think you have to defeat a harder version of him, then you get some fun rewards, um, which um, I believe you get him as a mount. You get some minions that were uh, related to what was going on in the quest line, um, and a full armor set, and some housing items. Uh, starting tomorrow um, is a new event called the Moonfire Festival. It, it features some summer outfits, um, some random item pieces, uh, a fun emote, and some summer food. And, of course, um, somewhat related, don't forget, there are static groups looking for new members to join and tackle the endgame content. Make sure to ask for more details on the Final Fantasy XIV channel in Discord. All right. And with that, let's go ahead and get back to talking to ourselves about AIE and World of Warcraft. All right. And so we have some Legion wrap-up and heading into BFA questions. So, first question... What did we enjoy about Legion? And I think I'll kick this off. Uh, my favorite thing from Legion, I had a few, but uh, the class stories, like you said earlier, all of them. Um, some of the more unique content they've done, and it really fleshed out all the classes and made them feel special. Um, I especially liked how the priest class order hall tied into Before the Storm and seeing those characters come to life in the story. And as I said earlier, also artifact weapons, not having to collect separate one-hand and off-hand weapons. What about you, Mew? Yeah, definitely the class stories was the main focus for me. Um, it was one of those times where it, normally it's just I need to do my horde character and then I you know, might want to do my alliance character to get their side of things. This time it was, oh, every single class. Let's go ahead and see what the story, because if you just sat with one one character, I mean, you, you'll you'll... F- figure things out eventually, but you're going to miss so much. You're going to miss details of how this happened and how that happened. Like, you know, say you were only interested in the demon hunter um, and you were kind of curious about this one character in the, in the hall that had to had to do with sharing a body with a demon. And if you didn't do stuff as, um, you know, the, the monk, I believe the monk actually helps him conquer that demon somehow, or that it might've been either it was the monk or the inscriptionist. Oddly enough. Like you actually go off into a field and try to help him tackle how to contain the, the demon. Like you couldn't yes. just 
Yeah. It's like you, you can't just focus on one class because you're going to miss out. Or, you know, if you were a priest, you actually did stuff with the paladins to, to then go and, you know, and, yeah. and do stuff to, in, in, as far as the main story. Or if you were a death knight, you invaded the paladin hall, <laughs> class hall. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That you was know, a good time. It, yeah. So it's it's just there's so much going on that they, they put so much time and effort in all of these class stories that if you just are a one um, character person, you, you missed out on a lot. It's not that you were, you know, totally, you know, deaf to everything that was going on, but you really did miss out on a lot of nuance. So that was the that was the biggest part of it. And then beyond that, it was um, kind of picking up a lot of loose threads from the game in the past. Figuring out what happened to Torellion and uh, um, yeah, because they just flat out disappeared for years and years, and their poor kid was like, you know, couldn't you wrote or something? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's been a few thousand years. Come on. Yeah, you know. Um, But yeah, it's just it was interesting to see all the little you know nods to old stories, um, seeing some old gear pop up again, um, and and. And I don't know why, but this expansion really got transmog going. Yes. Like there's some, something about this expansion. It just made you want to go through your alt and just collect all the possible transmog. And, and, and part of it too, is that your artifact weapon was like the ultimate source of transmog. You were doing things on that list to get your transmog unlocked for your weapon. And then, and then of uh, course you needed an armor set to go along with it. Exactly. You had to, you had to match the whole thing up. Yep. So, you know, so that, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it basically, it kind of rekindled some love of different classes for me. Cause for the most part, I, I tend to main druid um, with warrior on the side, but I've mm-hmm. really learned to figure out how to play showing, um, how to really get into, I used to be really big into paladins and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back in there again. Um, mm-hmm. Curiously enough, um, monks, uh, I, monks never really resonated with me back in Pandaria. It basically felt like a drunk druid, basically. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's same same type of armor, same basic setup. You've got your tank, you've got your healer, you've got your melee. They just didn't have the, the range. Uh, but it, it felt like a, a... But then it felt just like a druid to me. But in this expansion, they actually really fleshed out all the classes and gave them a little bit more flavor it made yeah. you feel what it was that was special about that class. And yeah. I, I'm actually enjoying you know, tanking with a monk right now, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, uh, definitely. And Sparrow says uh, the fishing artifact and the new droid forms, which, again, you know, transmog. I like the fact that they did say that they like druid forms and that they're looking into ways of making that happen going forward because that just makes sense. Because honestly, you know, you can have the coolest armor set in the world, Mm -hmm. but when you're in your form in Druid, no one sees it. Yeah, no one one knows that I'm a Horde Pandarian uh, sea captain on my Druid form. (laughs) Exactly. Because I'm always a cat. Yeah, (laughs) just see the cat. Yep. All right. Well, that's some of the stuff we liked. What did you dislike, Mew? Um, Probably, and it's good and bad, but going back to what I was just talking about, the fact that you really do have to go to every single class to get all of the story. And for me, when I play this game, I do play for the story. So that was like, I'm even now learning some story bits because of just how much there is to Mm -hmm. dig through. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, I have, I know that when the expansion starts, I'm probably not going to have time or even remember that I need to go back there and catch up on those stories bits. Yeah. Um, So it's 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 sort of a double edged sword. I, I I love that, like the the blitz for for the end of Legion, all the story they've been giving us at the end of Legion. There's so many different s- sources for it. I'm yes. enjoying it, but it is a lot of this this this. Like you know, I I still haven't. I don't know if this is a criticism for BFA or for Legion, but I still haven't been able to finish those novellas yet. See, and that's uh, that triggered something because I, I did want to mention that. So remember one of the issues we had in the final scenario was when you got to Astronar and they tell you very specifically, you are only to kill guards mm-hmm. and you were very careful to only kill guards. Yep. Um, and, but when you get to Astronar, um, you notice that there are dead bodies 
everywhere. Like mm. merchants, you know, the entire place is covered in dead body. And you're like, wait a minute. This is not how we planned it. This is not how it went. We didn't kill all these things. And you find yeah. out in the novellas that no, the night elves actually brought in all their dead that they could find and put them in Astronar, made it look like horde rogues killed them all setting a trap for Sarfang. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and nowhere in game do you get any of that. So when you're playing it in game, if you're not reading the novellas, it just looks like bad storytelling. Yeah. But, but when you read the novellas, then you're like, oh, okay, all these disconnected pieces that didn't make sense now mm-hmm. completely make sense. Okay, I get yeah. it. So, yeah, um, and, for, and like when, when Sarfang comes in from the north, like, where was he? Yeah, exactly. I've sent him off, you know, and then you find out how he got through Fellwood and mm-hmm. what it took to do that. And I love that bit of story. Like, I want to go find that route he took and see if it actually exists in game. But much like the, uh, you know, the manhole cover for the two goblins in, in, uh, before the storm, it probably doesn't exist. It's only in the story, but I would love to see, you know, just the fact that there's a night elf smuggling route through Fellwood into Darkshore, you know, or, uh, not a night elf one, but, um, just a smuggling route. I'm like, well, uh, and it's kind of interesting. When I was doing the Darkshore stuff, I stumbled across at the very north part of Darkshore. There's a mm-hmm. whole troll encampment up there. That's it's always huge. been up there. Yeah, yeah. Like but, I had no idea that was up there. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's stuff like that that you get more out of the story than they can present in the game. And I think part of the backlash might have been lessened had they done a better job of tying the in-game event to the cinematics to those novellas, because they almost came out in the wrong order. I mm-hmm. almost would have preferred, but I think they did it this way because they didn't want a Theramore backlash where you read the the story of Theramore and got all the detail. And then you go do it in game and go, wait a minute, this is not what happened in the book yeah. or, you know, so I think they did it this way purposefully. So if the people that wanted more detail could go find more detail, yeah. but well, and, and like, I, I think that, they they could have shown the Jaina story a different week, honestly. In fact, they probably should have shown it this week, right before yeah. we did the the Lordaeron stuff. Right. Yeah. It, it it's it was fine when it came out, but oh, yeah. But still, like stuff happens with Jaina, and then nothing for two weeks. Right. Yeah. So, and then oh hey there she is. Yeah, it's pacing. So, but we'll get through it. Yeah. Right. And then the other thing I, I didn't really like about it was the the grinding. Uh, for things i've but i never like grinding like the ap grind to feel like you were up to date on things oh. you had to grind ap like mad and while yeah. i like the system in general it just it made it feel like you were underpowered if you weren't doing it constantly if you weren't keeping up yeah if you were you know trying to keep a stable of 12 characters you know, up to date you felt like you were majorly behind and you had to have three raid groups to keep up with things yeah but okay. uh, and and the only other thing, um, oh geez, it's already it's it's lost, it's left me. Oh, the the RNGness of the legendaries. I I liked the legendaries, but I hated how like a lot of stuff was like, well, if you don't have this legendary, you might as well not bother doing this character class. Yeah, I see, and I was okay with it because I know had they put them on a vendor and let you earn them, people would have bought their two best legendaries for whatever spec they're playing. And then have almost zero incentive to earn the rest of them unless they were completionists. So while the RNG to me was bad, I think it was, I think there's a solution somewhere between putting them on a vendor and RNG, please give me what I need. Oh, I finally got my best legendary after 10 weeks or whatever. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there, there was, um, there was yeah there's there's some middle ground that they need to come up with i think the her- um i almost said heritage armor the um as right neck piece and the three yeah. armor pieces should be an interesting way of approaching yeah. this so yeah and, and the only final thing was the mage tower i liked the challenge of it i hate mm-hmm. that they took it away oh yeah yeah, but like the challenge, you know, dungeons for Pandaria, like you got to do it 
here. But if you're an alcoholic, it's like I just didn't have time exactly, to go do exactly. it all. I did I it on my two mains. Time. I got the, the yeah, I did it the weapon. I got the weapons I wanted on my mains, right. and I tried it on my other ones. But I I could immediately see it as soon as I tried. I was like, yeah, my gear is nowhere near it, and there's no way I'll get enough gear to catch up to the point where I can then do it because you know your mains really well. And yeah. like it's a steamroll on your mains. You know them; they're they're intimate to you. But all of your other alt characters that you would love to have those really neat looking abilities, not going to happen. I would have loved yeah. to have gotten the flail for paladins. Oh, I got yeah. it for warriors. That thing's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, but I got it for the warrior, but not the paladin because it just it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for myself, um, unlocking the class armor hall sets on alts. Going back to transmog. I loved collecting the the armor sets. I think I'm six of eight on all of my characters. The last two I have to get are run eight different, kill eight different final dungeon bosses, and then the shoulders uh, for being exalted with the Nightborn. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. I can wait for the Nightborn dailies and you know grind those on an alt and buy tokens and you know do that sort of thing or ship tokens around, but um, I got it on two. I got it on my mage and I got it on my warrior. Um, may and I think I maybe got it on my DK. I think I have those three done, but I'm still the the next closest is my druid, uh, and they still need like ten thousand rep with you know. And by the time you're on your fourth alt, mm-hmm. going through that storyline, you're done. You're just yeah. fried and and said no, this is ridiculous. So I wish they had eased back the restrictions or made it a little bit easier because those are really nice looking class sets that I'm yeah. I'm definitely going to collect, but that's now a downtime project. Exactly. That's that's the end of this next expansion project. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't exactly. already have things you need to do for the current expansion to catch up on. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, and and I'll talk more about those that are in the next ones. Okay. Cool. But I agree. So the next one is what personal goals for this expansion did we meet? And I'll kick this one off. Um, like we were talking about, I got to see all class 12 class order hall stories. So that was fun. Uh, I did get the protection warrior appearance from the mage tower. Very happy about that. I have my flail and that's good for at least the next six months until I find a new weapon, but I like it (laughs) very much. Uh, and I got the heritage armor sets unlocked for, the High Mountain Torn and the Nightborn. Um, so those those are very cool, and I like both sets. I think the High Mountain Torn set is one of the best Torn armor sets, bar none, that I've ever seen. With awesome. the headdress and the totems and all the moving parts on the you know the the little um, things on the back that move when you turn and stuff like that. So um, and just because it's such a big model to begin with it just accentuates you know everything on that that armor set and the nightborn set is is just gorgeous i i wish they had i wish there was an alternate nightborn set that was what the night elf leader or the nightborn leader had because i liked her set a lot it was it was the less formal version of what you get mm-hmm. um but that and then our big one was our raid team completed all the raids on normal while they were still current and had time left over to actually farm stuff and, and you know, take breaks and do stuff. So I was really happy with that. Yeah, no, our, our team did great. And, and I, I'm still I'm still annoyed that they don't that I heard the curve is for heroic only. That yes. makes no sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I think if you're going to if you're going to say normal is a raid level. And that it's above LFR, so it's organized rating. You're you're giving oh. that. You've got to have at least ten people. Then there should be an ahead ahead of the curve. At least the achievement. Yeah. Even you if know? you if you have to qualify by calling it normal, still that right. we would like to have something showing. Yes, we did the normal content. Normal, normal. You know, normal. Yeah. Normal. It's 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 not LFR. It's not flex as they used to call it. Yeah. But it's normal. They they should give us the 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 achievements there. Exactly. Yep. So, what about you, Mew? What uh, what personal <clears throat> goals did you meet? Well, um, very similarly, um, I did get my protection warrior appearance as well. 
um, I got the Feral Druid uh, appearance, um, which that's the one I wanted you know the most because you know it's the the neat glowing uh, blue one, and then I'll be able to get the red one uh, pretty easily. I just had to do some dungeons. Right. Um, I, I I realized in these last two weeks that I did practically no dungeons this entire expansion. In fact, the two night the two Nightborn ones right. I never set foot in. Wow! Until this week, I set side in. It's like, huh. I don't remember this at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, we're on a boat. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) Oh, we look like that. I think the problem is with the two Nightborns especially, they didn't introduce those as heroic versions. They started out as mythic versions. Exactly. And so you had to have organized content to go do that. You couldn't just say, hey, I've got some free time. Let's go run this through the dungeon finder and knock it out. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what it was. Is my my one of my other raid teams was doing uh, mythics instead of because we didn't have enough for a full raid team, so we just did two mythic teams. Gotcha. Um, and and we were tired of Antorus. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so yeah, and I was like, yeah, I've never been in the Arcway. I've never been in the uh, whatever the other one was called. Um, Court of Stars. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because what we were doing is we were getting all the achievements. Ah, so. uh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so you had to run through and do some of the achievements, and there was like, yeah, well, hey, new content for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, <clears throat> uh, I did not want the uh, Druid Guardian Mage Tower appearance. The that Roid Bear. Roid Bear does not do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, other than that, I saw most of the class order halls uh, stories. That I still have a, a handful here and there. Uh, it's mostly just classes that I'm not as really intimate with. Uh, like priest, um, like monk, um, you know, and, but as I ran through, I was like, you know, if I would have done this a little sooner, I probably would have had a little more fun. Yeah. Um, mage is, it kind of feels like all the clothies. Like I, I've just never really been much of a clothy kind of person. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've been leather, um, uh, plate mail and then cloth. Gotcha. So, but I've saw a lot of that and, um, uh, that's probably, those were the big ones. Oh, um, rating wise, um, on my other team, we did manage to get the heroic version of ahead of the the, the uh, curve. Uh, so we got the the mounts for all that. Got the little purple bird. Um, we got a lot of really cool um, achievements for uh, raids. Um, w- one of the times we actually am- managed to do the mythic. Uh, what was it called? Is it trial of valor? Mm-hmm. I always forget because the one's the dungeon, one's the raid. But the, we we managed yeah. to finish the mythic version of the raid one, and you right. get a special armor set for that for doing it ahead of the ahead of the curve. Yes, and yeah. that was a really neat looking armor set. It's this really neat looking deathly kind of black gray set um, for for cool. plate wearers. So that was fun. Awesome. Um, and that's probably it. Yeah, and the the raid team I had the, the heroic raid teams were able to do AOTC for those raids as well. So that was kind of neat to do. Very cool. Uh, yep. And I used that to make sure they help with Vert. So that yeah, was exactly. The, the DPS helped definitely carry us a little bit. Yeah. Um, what personal goals did you miss? Uh, there was a lot of Mage Tower appearances that I would have liked to have gotten, but I knew I was never going to get. Um, yeah. Definitely the Paladin stuff. Um, you know, I would have liked to have gotten some of the you know the non-Feral Guardian uh, 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 looks, even if I'll never use them. Um, but I wasn't as worried about them. I, I got the two that I was really worried about, but I really wanted the Paladin one, so I, that's definitely a miss as far as I'm concerned. Um, probably that I, I haven't done all of the class mounts. Um, but you're on your way to doing them, so... Yeah, and, and I'll get... It's, it's, it's a miss, but it's one that I can catch up on at the very least. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to do the heritage, um, not, not heritage. Is it heritage? Heritage armor? Yeah. For heritage the, armor. Yeah. For yeah. For the, the for all four tour. really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Hydra Mountain Torn first, um, Nightborn second, and then probably the Void Elves next because the, the Draenei, Draenei, they're, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of disappointed in the, in the Lightforge Draenei. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's a BFA or a, a Legion thing, but <clears throat> I just I felt like they were just a different color of the existing Draenei. Yeah, and even worse, they were limited. Like I would have thought that a light forged shaman would have been really neat looking. Yeah, but because shamans aren't light, 
you're not allowed to do them. Period. Yeah, because yeah, at least with the high mountain tauren and the regular tauren, it's the difference between a, you know a cow and a moose. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's some difference. But with the draenei, it's like okay, it's a goat or it's a goat. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that so, one's yeah. That one's yellow and that one's gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that one has a little glowing tattoo. Yeah, I have one too. It's just a different color. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I have fancy looking armor. It looks just like the armor you had expansions ago. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's I, that one felt like a reach to me. Yeah. So I I, I felt <laughs> I felt that was a, a miss from the expansions part. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I think that's probably it for me. So how about yours? Mine were uh, definitely collecting all the class order hull sets because, you know, transmog and they look amazing and they really, you know, even though at least for this expansion starting off until we regain some of our honor, you know, no shoulders for old soldiers. uh, I'm not wearing the shoulders, which is the hardest piece to get because it's the nightborn exalted rep requirement. Um, A lot of those sets the shoulders make those sets and you uh-huh. really, you'd need them to finish it off. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one thing, you know, I, I, that I had planned to do it, but I do have all the, the mounts. So I'll work on the order hall sets. Like I said, in, in some downtime, Yep. um, I never got to complete a mythic 15 for the artifact appearance. Um, so that's one color slash appearance I don't have yet. Um, I wanted to get that. Um, oh, we can knock that out tonight. <laughs> What's that? We can knock that out tonight. <laughs> yeah, the the um, we could probably do that. Um, and then the heritage armor for void elves and light forged. So I I didn't. I think they both are somewhere in the forties. And after taking the Drenai or the the high mountain <laughs> Torin and the nightborn through the 60 to 80 slog it burned me completely out and even though they've adjusted it it's kind of like yeah i need some time off even though it's the alliance story it's different zones from what i did on the horde i just know if i'm gonna spend time leveling now it's going to be bfa leveling and i'll Mm -hmm. go back and do those in the downtime so yeah the upside is that it's going to be horde story alliance story now so it feels like we're going to be able to go back and do some old stuff a lot sooner exactly yeah all right, so what are we not going to miss from Legion? And I'll kick this one off. Um, honestly, Dalaran. Uh, we've had it as a home base for two expansions because we had it in the Lich King, in the Crystal Song Forest, and we've had it in Legion. And I want something new. I want something that's not Orgamar. I want something that's not um, one of the other you know original sets and not Dalaran's and we're going to get it. You know, we get a Zandalar capital on the Horde side and we get, um, uh, Kirin Tor, not Kirin Tor, uh, Kul Taras. I'm going to be doing that all. Expansion, I, 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 I've been doing it all this expansion. So I <laughs> yeah. imagine I'll be doing the same next expansion. Yeah. Uh, a Kul Taras, you know, um, home base on the, on the Alliance side. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. I definitely am not going to miss Dalaran, even though it made everything easy, other than the auction house, if you weren't an engineer, um, I've seen enough of it. Yeah. What about you? Green. <laughs> um, we've we've had green for two expansions straight. We've had demons, lots of demons for two expansions straight. We've had Gul'dan for two expansions straight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Doesn't it feel like we got rid of him though so long ago that it was almost another? Yeah, unless you go back and do him for for other achievements and whatnot. So his presence yeah. was still kind of felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just all that in general. Um, orcs. It feels like we've had our our fill of orcs that want to kill us. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess this expansion will have trolls that want to kill us and and some weird looking humans that want to kill us. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So that's, that's probably the, those are the ones I'll, I'll not miss the most. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's end this on a, on a good slash uh, upbeat note for, for Legion at least. What are we going to miss from Legion? Mew? All of the artifacts. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's just a given. It's 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 it felt right to have a weapon that you kept that it was still the same weapon, but you could make it a little look a little better. That you right. can power it up. It was a grind, but you know, at least that grind gave you something, even if it was just a little bit every now and then. Gave you levels, gave you <clears throat> all kinds of fun abilities. Like you, you really did feel overpowered with that weapon, all with yes. all the extra stats, the extra props, abilities. abilities. It it felt really good. And now we're not going to have that. Now we're going to get a necklace that's going to do some of the same thing, but it won't feel the same. <laughs> and the jewel crafters cursed you anyway. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's the biggest miss. Um, I, I'm going to miss how everything ties in all the interesting, you know, stories going on and, and we can hear someone talking to me. But, uh, <laughs> Hi, Santa. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's 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 the big one. I, 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 I'm I'm going to feel it. I'm going to. I already feel it with getting these two ten and plus weapons that we've been getting that are just. It, it looks like a. Twig. They're not interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's on purpose. I'm sure. Oh yeah. But it's like yeah, it's because it's got a higher eye level. They, they nuked our ally, our, our artifact weapon that, and it, for good reason. If they didn't nuke those artifact weapons and just make them oh, a stat stick, we yeah. would have held on to those things for dear life. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mine, I don't want... In fact, I don't think... I, I mean, if you notice, they're worth a lot of gold to sell now. I'm uh, not, gonna not sell. selling it. No. no. Uh, no. They're all uh, going in the bank. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have to wonder if they're going to like like raise the gold it's worth. Just, come on, sell it, guys. Come on, sell it. You know you want to. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's a big thing for me. So how about okay. you? I am going to miss the class order halls and the focus on the class specific stories. Um, that really, while the expansion was not alt friendly at the start at all, once you got past and completed the Suramar storyline, got through, you know, most of Antorus and got that, and you could kind of back off and start working on your um, other tunes and stuff like that. There's a there was so much content that they locked in the in the class specific stories that I enjoyed that that's that's one thing I'm definitely gonna gonna miss is going back to one character horde versus alliance so you know realistically when I start out I can see leveling up a horde tune and an alliance tune and unless there's something that drives leveling up those other tunes I really don't see it at least at the start so yeah. You know, I'm going to miss the the class specific flavor of Legion. Uh, I am going to mi- I'm going to miss fighting a foe that's not the Alliance. Like I said, I you know everyone knows I am not the favorite of this storyline of fighting the Alliance. Um, I'm in it. I'm intrigued to see where it goes, and if they hold to their word, and this whole expansion is Horde versus Alliance. We'll see. I just, I'm getting, I know it's not going to be Garrosh 2.0, either on the Alliance side or the Horde side. I mean, I I really hope a final boss isn't, you know, the final dungeon isn't one of the city leaders. Yeah. Um, You know, even if it was Gen, I still wouldn't enjoy it. Sorry. Um, So that's, I'm going to miss you know, that we had a big bad that that was the threat was the focus. We all got together to fight it. And now we're going back to petty squabbles again. Yep. All right. And, um, haste tanking the, (laughs) the new protection warrior rotation feels very slow and very clunky and not as fluid as it did in Legion. I feel like I'm waiting to hit buttons, which is intentional. Like they said, they want you to make a decision about what you're, but it just feels slow. It feels like you're back level 10 again with no abilities. Cause it's just like, there was a rhythm and a flow to once you got your haste up to the 30% on a warrior and could constantly keep shield block up, it opened up everything else for you to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And it felt good. Now it just feels like I'm missing something. And I know part of that's missing the artifact procs. Part of that will be filled in once we get the three armor pieces and start using the abilities on the necklace. But it's just that transition. It's going to feel 
clunky. Yeah. So. And I'm going to miss tanking as it was in Legion period. Just, yeah. I've been tanking these last few weeks since uh, BFA pre-patch launched and it's, it's a battle. Um, it's you a have painful to f- battle. <laughs> you have to bat, you have to fight with people to keep threat now. And it's like, Oh, uh, that's, we want to keep our tanks engaged. Like, no, I had plenty to do. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep my, my team alive and keep the thing's attention on me. And whoops, this, this person got a really cool proc that makes them feel great, but they just pulled the boss and now it's eating their face. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. At no, all, so. no. Yeah, it's it, and you know, not to mention all the mechanics we have to survive while trying to keep things from eating people's faces. It's yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. No. All right, but let's end this on a positive note. What are we looking forward to the most? And mine is the new stories they're going to tell. I always love stories, so I'm really looking forward to where these stories are going. And new bosses to raid. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, we're looking for, mechanically-wise, it's going to be a pain in the butt until we get a hold of it and get, you know, everyone. We're back to give the warrior three sunders before you attack something. Don't AoE unless they have threat on everything or you're going to end up tanking it again. But uh, the new the new raid bosses look interesting. I haven't looked a whole lot at them, but the story looks interesting. Um, so that's what I'm mostly looking forward to is how the story plays out on both sides going forward. What about you? I would have to fully agree. Um, I'm, I'm actually intrigued with what the Alliance is going to be. Normally I don't pay them much attention, but what they've got going on over there is just interesting. What, what happened with the book? I'm, I'm curious what the aftermath of the the book is going to be. Yeah. Uh, I I hope they don't drop that on the floor and go, well, that's Rathion and we're done with it. Exactly. Yeah, they they need to not do that because it's it's intriguing, it's interesting. There's there's a character in the book that I want to see what happens to. Yes, uh, how are they going to follow that storyline? I want to find that's out. A, there's a whole like <clears throat> avenue that they've paved now yes. of dealing with Lordaeron and dealing with this individual and dealing with what happened to this individual. So yeah, yeah. there's there's light posts all down that street. It's it's, <laughs> exactly. re- it's ready for traffic. So we're just well, I'm hoping they do something interesting with that. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to write themselves out of the corner that they seem to have written themselves into. Yeah. I have faith that they can. They've got some great writers. Um, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it. I want to, I want more story. That's what I play this game for. I, I play this yep. story because it has such a winding story. And I have a bookshelf full of books <laughs> for this long winding story. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, I have not touched the horde story at all in the beta, I so either. I have no idea what's coming. Um, yep. You know, I have a, an inkling of what's going on on the alliance because that's where we did our beta testing. But yep. even that's still kind of still kind of curious what's going on over there. Exactly. So. Yep, I agree. Indeed, I think that's it. Yep. Alrighty. So that's been our show. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting some show titles, we want to thank ourselves for joining ourselves and talking to ourselves about how we think about things. And uh, also, don't forget, after the oh, show... Wait. it's oh, no, not no, going to no. be done. Not going nope. to. Yeah, don't nope. forget Next that nothing's week. happening. Yeah, Next week is the AIE stream. Don't forget to check out the uh, twitch.tv slash AIE guild channel during the week. Yeah, because normally we we would have been playing in WoW tonight, but uh, we're already there because we're doing Gusty's event. Um, yeah. So um, look for that um, if you want to uh, get into something after the show. Exactly. And if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mewcow, McCullough is at Cyberwave, and I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org, and our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at KeysWithSoul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play whatever segments we sneak in there because we don't have any just yet. But, you know, things are happening right now. Things are about to happen. So we're kind of distracted. <laughs> uh, but uh, next time we'll be talking to someone about something, I'm sure. 
So exactly. until then, AIE, this has been Mucal. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.